0: Off the ball. You two lads are from Leinster, so it's no wonder you're giving out of the provincial championship. I don't want to take away the provinces. Who drove the geographical lines back in the day? It's because of the way that the provinces are broken up. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed
1: wherever you get your podcasts.
0: OTBGAA <laughs> We're here today in Dangan Sports Grounds of University of Galway. It is the heart of Galway City, but we're actually catching up with a Mayo man today, Jason Doherty, with thanks to AIB, proud sponsors of the Senior Football Championship. Jason is in his 13th years in inter-county football now at Mayo. We're going to talk about what the last couple of years have been like, how he's bounced back from injury, and why this year might be different for Mayo. Jason Doherty, thanks for popping out to join us. Ah, no problem, thanks Tommy. We're nice here to in Dangan Sports Grounds in University of Galway. You'd be familiar with this place. Uh,
1: yeah, so say. yeah, I Yeah, went I went to college here. Good few years ago now, at this stage. But, uh, yeah, I'm back now, suppose I am living, living in town. Came west from a, a few years in, in Dublin, so, yeah, it's nice to be back this side of the country.
0: So, a Mayo Man in Galway, is that a dangerous thing in a year like this year, in 2023?
1: Yeah, it's probably... It's getting a bit more dangerous, I suppose. It's sustainable energy that you're working in, isn't it? Uh, yeah. You didn't yeah. go down the teaching route or the banking route? No, no, I stayed away from it, yeah. I, I stuck with the... Yeah, I always loved... Uh, so it was maths and construction and type of thing led me to engineering and then, yeah, I did the uh, master's in energy management in, in DIT, uh, or technically University of Dublin now, I think it's called. And like, as an intercounty footballer with Mayo, work like that, is, is it a tough
0: balance to kind of get that right? Uh, yeah. Like, you're uh, 13 years now as an intercounty footballer. Yeah. So long yeah. stint, Jason, I'm not, not gonna give away your age here, like, but there's not many lads left of your vintage.
1: Yeah, it is, I suppose I, I'd be probably pretty, as a person, I'd probably be pretty, pride myself on organization so it kind of has helped with getting the balance between the travel up and down but work and fairness have been and my managers that i've had at work as well have been very very accommodating why you keep coming
0: back why you keep going for it because there must be a massive driving force the connections and the people that you play with
1: yeah yeah um oh, definitely like i think this i don't know I suppose a lot of probably athletes or competitors that you read about kind of say it but this it's kind of a strange buzz from I, know, I suppose trying to overcome a, a kind of a, a tough challenge, if you like, and trying mm. to figure out and, and and work with kind of you know a group of other 30, 35 lads that are kind of of a similar mindset to you. So like I, I still get that buzz, or I suppose that hunger to to I suppose win something big. I still get a buzz of the pride, I suppose, of representing your family and friends, and even the responsibility that kind of comes with doing that, mm. like as much stress as it probably causes and, and it'll build up to games. On the flip side, then there's so much reward from that feeling, particularly, I think, just in the dressing room after a, after a big win that you know, you've know you spent a week doing video analysis and chatting to lads and um, yeah, I just really enjoyed that. Still really enjoy that side of it. Yeah, that's a powerful thing, like a group of people moving in the same direction. I suppose every year, I suppose particularly now, the, this year it is, I know it's the old cliche, but it's kind of, that next game kind of mentality and that like there's new faces new voices you know there's no two years where the panel is the same so it's in terms of tapping into something you kind of you're tapping into that year if you like cuz yeah. you know there's just even yourself and even from an individual perspective like I suppose you're trying to figure out where your body is at where your mind is at um yeah we did like we tap into a point but I think very much you're still kind of in the group. you're tapping into the whatever that the management in that particular year are trying to trying yeah. to do so a week after winning the league final, you're brought back
0: down to earth. It was coming knock you out of Connacht. How long does it take then for you to kind of wake up and realise, OK, this isn't the end of the world. We have six weeks now to get ourselves ready. There's going to be a group stage. You don't get the Kerry draw for about three or four weeks. When did it click over that six weeks?
1: Um. I think like any result like that you probably, you, you lick your wounds for, for a couple of days but it's soon, it, don't, it doesn't take long I think as a individual and, and the group then to kind of just reframe the whole thing because yeah. you have to, there's no point, um, there's no point dwelling on it really. We had a little bit of time off after the Roscommon game. Which, say they gave you a break? Yeah, yeah. What's he saying there? You're saying lads go away, take a break? Yeah, just yeah, literally just switch off um, and I suppose. Uh, and come back kind of re energized which I think was it actually worked pretty well I think in fairness a lot of lads some lads got some time away with their with their partners or just uh, with friends everyone was kind of back on board kind of forgot about their scam game to a point and then it was like right we have four or five weeks or whatever it was to to kind of prep for a next game and kind of flip it reframe it to well that kind of in a strange way gives us an advantage going into the next game so yeah
0: it's a powerful thing when you believe something, regardless of whether it's true or not, you know. Yeah. But if, if a group believes in whatever the management team are telling them, and you're all moving in the same direction, we saw it against Kerry. Like you hit, you were just going 100 miles an hour that day. Like when did you know you were you were ready to go? You were ready to rock.
1: Yeah, I suppose every day you expect to kind of like we're going out to win every game. You don't. The reality is you don't really know. As as a like from my own perspective, you kind of look after your own job um, and nail that, but. To a point, you don't know how the 14 of the lads on the pitch or the whatever, the, the other 10 lads, uh, 11 lads on the bench, when they come on, how they're going to play. So for me, and it, it has kind of been the mindset this year, is that everyone just look after your own job and ideally, when everyone does that, it produces a, a, pretty, a pretty good performance because when we're on, we're, we're pretty good. So yeah, I think just against Kerry, that kind of, that went to plan. I was looking back at the debut,
0: it's, it's in Tume Stadium, Jason Doherty scores 2-1, two goals Hot shot
1: corner forward, breaking through. That's the type of footballer you were back then? That's probably what had got me in was scoring relatively heavy for the club in intermediate. That National League was a whirlwind like in terms of just I think initially I pretty much came on against I think Kerry the week before. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Neil Douglas got, was, was starting. We were the same age and he got injured and I got in. And all of a sudden you're you're throwing an opportunity to start the, the week after and yeah, that, that went well and then got the next game. And got you racked up a couple of goals in that league campaign. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was seven, yeah, seven yeah. and seven or something, or six or something. So I suppose 2014 probably then I kind of reverted more to the half forward line. 16 kind of was full forward line but kind of playing in between the two lines. Your game has changed quite a bit, you've kind of adopted to,
0: and we've kind of seen that with different footballers over the years. We've seen them with the likes of maybe Paul Flynn or uh, James McCarthy when they first broke, first broke in. Maybe their their physical frame changed a lot as the kind of game change itself. Um, you see it now with a, a young player like Ben O'Carroll maybe in Roscommon who, similar possibly to yourself, would have broken through as a a shooting forward and now he's playing more as a target man role, facilitating other players. When did that click with you that you ne- maybe needed to
1: adapt your game to thrive, I suppose, in into county football? 2014 probably when I look back was probably the first year I, I kind of really invested and, and since then have invested in kind of the... I do kind of the mental preparation side of it. Like, so I was probably much from 11 to 12 and 13 was probably just younger, greener. Didn't think about it as much, which was great to a point. Um, then I started maybe um, the kind of just that mental prep and you start thinking about, well, what went well in this training or, or that game? And then you slowly start to realize, like, you're, gonna, you're not, we're not stupid, so you can kind of see what managers like and generally, I think across any sport, just a, a solid base of working hard um, gets you a long way. So I probably always prided myself on just nailing the, the basics, if you like, um, whether it was just that kind of first touch, the tackle, the, the obviously the scoring. But I think I probably got a decent amount of joy from just being probably solid and, and reliable in, in, in different areas and uh, just working hard. Andy
0: Moran described you in his book as one of the most important teammates in the second part of his career. Now, I don't know whether Andy is, is thanking you for that Footballer the Year award in 2017, but I think he puts a lot of the work that yourself and Kevin McLaughlin and Keenan O'Connor may have done to allow him to be the full forward inside. And Paddy Andrews talks about it with, that was his kind of role for Dublin as well, that he used to win that first ball, be that first receiver. Like, Is there not an element of ego that comes into it where you're like, oh, I want to be the man in number 14, collecting the ball and put it over the bar, scoring the goals like you did in those those early days how do you kind of check that
1: of course uh, you, you want to be top scorer in the championship you want to be collecting all the stars every year you kind of want that stuff but i, I kind of flipped from that because i found myself earlier in my career probably comparing myself to sometimes in the middle of games to my opposite number really? on the other team yeah which is just crazy you, you'd be looking down the first you could be looking down and kind of thinking geez someone whether it was Kenny or someone on the or in the Galway half forward line geez they have more possessions than me and it was just or and then you're kind of looking at the sideline wondering what are they thinking are they gonna so just crazy stuff looking back and where I kind of moved away completely from that where it's just that kind of old cliche stuff again of just trying to go play by play type of thing like Andy was in 17 obviously was just was lighting it up on the flip side then I was probably I was a strong kind of tackler and, and just aerobically was able to do that for Andy because I wanted him yeah. close to goal because he was causing havoc. But you want to win, luck. Yeah, exactly. You want to win. So you realise what kind of puts us in the best position to win. Like me, me complaining and kind of saying, listen, yeah. I want to, I want to be in there instead of him. Wasn't going to probably get us a long mm-hmm.
0: way. It's, it sounds simple, like, but there's so many teams around the country probably listening in and there's, that, that can sometimes be the issue that possibly not everyone is, is kind of pulling in the same direction. So like having players your mindset was obviously a massive part of that journey for Mayo. Just, we might just hang on what you're saying for a second because looking back on, I was looking back on a lot of the big games that you played and like the All-Ireland Finals you really delivered as the years went on. The All-Ireland semi-finals, you really stood up. Those big games, you were a big game player but in 2012 and you're talking about being a bit younger, you start that All-Ireland Final against Donegal, you're taking off at 48 minutes. 2013 you don't start that final against Dublin, you come on late on in that game. After that then, you start the 14 semi-final and replay, you start the 16 final and replay, you start the 17 final. I think you play nearly every minute in those games. What was that, when you talk about that mental preparation? Did James Warren tap you on the shoulder and say, Jason, you gotta change this? Or was it just something that you did yourself? Did you work with somebody on it?
1: Yeah, I suppose 2000, again, it probably ties in with the the 12 and 13. Particularly, probably 12 probably was overthinking it. Uh, And again in 13. I got kind of injured in and I think we had a club game in the April. We used to have the, April, the month of April off and kind of did ankle ligaments, which was again, kind of my only injury for a long period of yeah. time. And then just couldn't, didn't work my way back into the team until I think that came on for the last minute or two of the, whatever it was, of the 2013 final. And then 14 I was working with, it was actually Kieran Shannon at the time. and for, um, Just a simple kind of a, I suppose it was a, a kind of a tool I still use just to where I review every single pitch session. Um, Probably reviewed every pitch session I've done since 2014. At, uh, Take the notes. Yeah, yeah, just a simple kind of, uh, like I suppose, positive lessons, and kind of actions for the next one. So it just uh, for me anyway. I'm very much probably a visual person, so even the, you know, if I have a if you have a bad game or anything, I'm probably I'm big on just you know rather than overthinking it, write write it down and review it as quick as possible, so it doesn't kind of linger um, yeah. and affect work or affect relationships. So yeah that was probably the big turning point in 2014 I started doing that which I think led on to maybe just being able to I suppose forget wins and losses probably a bit quicker and just yeah move on to the next one Um, I suppose I've had a bit of time off the pitch over the last couple of years with with injuries so that really I suppose one of my big goals for this year was to contribute as much as I can as much as possible on the pitch whatever that role might be because yeah yeah, that's changing this year uh, as well in terms of being forward and a back at times so it's
0: yeah, it's really interesting. Like you've gone from that corner forward to, at times in the league this year, playing that. I what? How do we describe this new? Is it the quarterback center center back role? Is that where is that where we're talking about it? Like that's Conor Loftus is kind of playing it for you
1: this year. We're seeing a lot of teams kind of playing forwards in the half back line at the minute. Nowadays, as well, particularly if you're if there's packed defences, but having a kind of a ball player at six that can that can move the ball and transition the ball quickly, obviously, is is. It really can really help, uh, yeah, unlock defences, yeah, and just get 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 ahead of the the, the opposition dropping back. But yeah, in many ways, it's kind of been great for me because, you know I was kind of will I won't I come back this year type of thing. And then once I met Kevin, in fairness, it didn't take much to convince me when someone kind of outlines that you know they value yeah, they want you, they, they see you contributing. So was it a big question in your mind because, like, you lost
0: two and a half years to injury, so. You're you're in your mid-thirties. You've have,
1: you've have a job with a lot of responsibility. You're you're newly married. Was yeah. it a big call? It, uh, yeah, of course it was. But then in the end, then it probably turned out not to be because I it didn't take much to. I spent a good few months thinking about it. Thought, yeah. Thinking I was going one direction and kind of. once the conversation? One up. conversation over coffee with, with Kevin probably changed it pretty quickly yeah. um and even conversations with it's funny you know i was on a couple of stags and you're having conversations with ex-players and mm. um don't go yet that's what they're saying yeah like just they're like max it out as long as you possibly can and there is yeah. that element of you know, last year was some parts of it were frustrating with just little niggles as well so you're kind of like you know again taking on the challenge of let's let's see what i can do new new next year under you know new faces new management new voices and almost that challenge of proving myself to another management team as well was something that kind of appealed
0: to me when you first broke in under James Horn, when you first properly broke in James Horn was a very young manager at the time he had a new generation of players as well like a group kind of coming together all around similar ages how different is it now when you're got a young lad like Sam Callanan starting for you you know um Colin has kind of broken through this year there's different personalities coming
1: onto the team has your role in the dressing room changed over the last couple of years? Yeah, I definitely, I think I've probably taken on more of a leadership role probably over the last probably five or six years. Um, when I was out, it kinda, I was kind of doing it in different ways from uh, not being able to be on the pitch, whether it was just yeah. leading out different analysis bits or I suppose now then it's trying to grow the, um, and develop the, those younger lads to kind of, to looking back from what maybe the learnings I had maybe whatever 10 years ago, just trying to pass on any bit of knowledge you have.
0: And apart from that ankle issue you had in 2013, you were fairly blemish-free on the injury record up until that Super 8s game in 2019 against Donegal. Going for, were you going for a breaking ball? You were you were flying that year.
1: Yeah, the Donegal the, the game was a, yeah. a kick-out, I think, actually, that okay. came and just spun, kind of just planted the foot and spun a kind of a, a way I probably wouldn't usually do to get away from whoever was coming, I think, behind me and just it yeah, just gave way. The ACL? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of just, yeah. yeah and? Clean tear like you know there's there's so many footballers
0: that have suffered from like such a horrible injury players are coming back now like back in the day maybe if you did your cruciate, sheet you weren't coming back players are coming back now quicker than ever really it's a difficult time trying to rehab an injury how did you approach it
1: yeah i probably approached it a bit like uh as you said a bit like an engineer i suppose i broke it down into different kind of milestones and yeah the excel sheet came out in terms <laughs> of like planning Initially, I remember it was, what's the return date? When can I get back playing? It's a bit like anything. If, if you start thinking about the, the final or the the future, kind of you lose track. So, yeah, just broke it down into different milestones and a, and a kind of just nailing each milestone and, and each gym session. And Then kind of once the boots came on after maybe four or five and four months into it, it kind of it flew then um, pretty much. So yeah. What do you like stepping onto the grass in a Mayo jersey again? That next time, are you? Is there a
0: bit of trepidation? Or are you just excited to be back? Did it take you a long time to settle into it in 2022?
1: Um, it's, yeah, well, There's it's obviously a pile of initially this kind of nerves you're not sure but I suppose I had a bank of training under me by the time I played the Donegal game in the league uh, last year so obviously confidence had, had been built up I wasn't really thinking about the knee at that point it's just that kind of rustiness and getting back into yes. it
0: so for those two and a half years like earlier on you'd spoken about the importance of the group a lot of that you're doing it on your own you're rehabbing it you're probably in your own head a little bit Yeah. but are you still contributing to the group like you're saying are you contributing a lot now did your role kind of change in the team are you yeah. at training giving a bit or did, how yeah. did you stay
1: a part of the, the, the team lot? yeah I suppose in fairness um, probably twofold like, like James Horn was, was, was very good in terms of just keep me involved in in different group settings and, and obviously making sure inviting me to co- like to be there as much as possible, but not putting any pressure on. Um, but even just even asking for advice uh, on different things, and I suppose then my own side, then I a bit like that that kind of want to contribute. Then I kind of I suppose invest in myself in the stuff I could do, which might be whether it was coming up with different kickouts or leading different analysis groups or you know watching sessions, giving feedback, different bits like that. I probably. Yeah, I just want again. It was all for that kind of craving, that need to feel like, if we, you know, if we succeed or if we, if we win this out, that I've kind of, I have contributed. Um, So yeah, definitely, probably was mainly stuff off the pitch, Um, but equally being around sessions and kind of giving different steers to different guys and different things. Yeah, that decision to come back again this year.
0: You, you'd put in a stint like twenty eleven to 2022 you were well within your eyes to say I've given my lot from AO and I'm going to move on and do something different in my life now What, <laughs> like, what is it that brought you back
1: part of it was I suppose I didn't want it to my maybe career if you like to be to finish as a sob story or what if or it's a shame he didn't play this that and do this so part of it was kind of that again goes back to maybe taking on that challenge of of getting back and kind of not where I'm at in terms of like what would it be like if I was on the pitch. A lot of my reasons were, were what if this and what if I get a, another injury or blah, blah blah. But then on the flip side is what, and when I thought about what if I didn't. Uh, um, it kind of again it kind of reframed it for me. So I think it was definitely trying to maybe, not necessarily finish. I don't, I don't even know. I haven't even like I've, I've flipped from maybe even thinking about it to not thinking about it at all this year. Is just to, again session by session kind of approach and see how the body feels. And I know if I stay on the pitch that. Job being a pretty good place, and I uh, can still contribute pretty, uh, pretty heavily to this team. So, yeah, somewhere with kind of that challenge of changing the narrative, maybe of the the last two years to solve the story, to more like, geez, look what he can do, still do on the pitch, regardless of, of age or whatever it might be. Yeah, and then it probably goes back to again the whole bit of like job there's a really good group there, um, really good players, still really good friends um, that you kind of, it's hard to just walk away from that, like you don't get that buzz I think in a lot of other areas of life in terms of work, it's just not the same, just not the same kind of, how would you, I suppose, environment. Connection. Um, yeah, 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 that kind of connection, that, that many people on a really defined kind of pathway or, or objective, so. Another element of it is probably
0: there's a feeling of it being an unfinished journey. Is, is that a fair thing to say? Like, there's been seven All Ireland finals, including replays, that you've been very close in in different ways, and just possibly haven't. You just haven't won, Sam. Like, is that a driving force, or is, or how do you look at it?
1: I, I think the prize is a uh, is a driving force, but not the being close or not being close. I don't think becomes. A, that doesn't matter, does it not? Not really, no, because. Um, it's a completely different. It's a different team. It's a different different group each year, and there's going to be slightly different goals, objectives, and different sets. So I don't think there's any value in it. Um, um, trying to like, trying to if you think too much or overthinking how close you were, like it obviously it means we're there's there's significant potential there, and we're nearly there. But like this year's panel is completely different to 2017.
0: I'm going to wish you the best of luck. It, it feels like it's one of the most open All-Irelands that we've ever gone into like there's so many teams that are contenders at the moment so mayo are certainly up there so best of luck jason thanks a for coming out to chat to us today great you. to have you yeah good man thank you